Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. Charles Blondin was a famous French tightrope walker in the 19th century. And one of his best-known feats took place in the summer of 1859. He stretched a tightrope over the Niagara Gorge, 1,100 feet across, some three inches in diameter, some 200 feet above the churning waters of Niagara Falls. Thousands gathered to watch on either shore as Blondin crossed over that tightrope in many and various ways. Blindfolded, walking on stilts, standing on a chair as one of the chair legs balanced on the rope. And the crowd cheered his amazing acts. At one point, Blondin took a wheelbarrow filled with bricks over the waters across the tightrope to the other shore. And then he dumped out the bricks. And he shouted to the crowd, Who believes I can take a person across this tightrope in this wheelbarrow? And the crowd shouted, yes, we believe. And then Blondin asked, who'll get in the wheelbarrow? (laughs) And the crowd went silent. No one volunteered. Faith is getting in the wheelbarrow. Faith as Martin Luther defined it, is a living, daring confidence in God's grace, so sure and certain, believers would stake their lives on it a thousand times over. Faith is not simply what we say we believe, not simply what we think, not simply our adherence to a particular set of religious doctrines. As James the author of the biblical book that bears his name, so bluntly puts it, you believe God is one. Good for you. The demons believe and shudder. As the Gospels recount, the unclean spirits know who Jesus Christ is far before most human beings do. And during the temptation of Jesus, the devil quotes scripture at him. It's one thing to know who God is, Even the demonic forces who oppose God and God's good purposes know who God is. It's another thing to know God, to have faith in God, to trust God with the whole of our lives. Faith is the lived experience of being in relationship with God, our creator, redeemer, sustainer. Faith is knowing in our innermost being, God is good and wants good for us and is working all things together for good. God is trustworthy and reliable. God is gracious and merciful and abounding in steadfast love. God is our refuge and strength our helper, our shield, 
as Psalms 33 declares, and as the Lord says to Abraham in our reading from Genesis 15. Faith, as the author of Hebrews writes, exemplified by the great cloud of witnesses who have gone before us. People like Abraham and Sarah. As the Lord also says to Abram in Genesis 15, do not be afraid. Faith is the antidote to fear. In our moments of anxiety, we come to the God who made us and knows us and loves us forever and find rest for our weary souls. As Jesus says to the disciples in our reading from Luke 12, do not be afraid, little flock. It is God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. As the author of Hebrews writes in chapter 10, we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I am not afraid. This is the faith of Abraham and Sarah. As Genesis 12 recounts, the Lord said to Abram and Sarai, whose names were changed by the Lord to Abraham and Sarah, leave your home and your family and go to the place I will show you. And you will be the parents of a family through whom all the families of the earth will be blessed. And they went. They left their home. They left their country and traveled hundreds of miles through various terrain in a time before cars and hotels and cell phones. They left their extended family. They left the worship of gods in whom their families had believed for generations. They left their entire way of life. We might know their story so well that we forget they didn't. Abraham and Sarah didn't know what was going to happen when they set out. They didn't know what was to come. They didn't even know where they were going when they left. But they considered God faithful, who had promised. They believed the Lord is trustworthy, and so they trusted the Lord, and they acted in faith even though their family lived in tents for years, Abraham trusted God was leading them to a better country, a heavenly home. Even though Abraham and Sarah were too old to have children, Abraham believed they would have a child. Even though their children and grandchildren were few, Abraham trusted God that their descendants would be as numerous as the stars. Even though Abraham struggled and failed many times in many ways in many places in his journey, he trusted that God was with him. And he looked forward in faith to the city whose designer and builder is God. And even though Abraham did not see the fullness of God's promises fulfilled in his life on earth, 
He trusted that they would be. And they were. Abraham had Isaac. Isaac had Jacob, whom the Lord renamed Israel. Israel had 12 sons who would become the ancestors of the 12 tribes of Israel. The great nation the Lord promised to Abram. The family through whom all the families of the earth are blessed. The people from among whom, some 2,000 years after the Lord showed Abraham the numerous stars, the Savior of the world was born. Jesus Christ, the descendant of Abraham and Sarah, and the God of all creation in the flesh, fully human and fully divine. God joined with us in our humanity. God with us and for us forever. Who lived and died and rose again for us and for our salvation. Who is with us always. Who will one day make all things new. As the author as the Apostle Paul writes to the church in Corinth, all of God's promises are yes in Christ, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Faith unites us with Christ. By faith, we receive the grace of God in Jesus Christ that we can't and don't have to merit or deserve. Abraham is reckoned righteous by God because of his faith, not because of his works. His faith came first and his actions followed. He trusted God and moved forward in that trust. We are saved by grace through faith in Christ, not our works. Salvation is not something we do. Salvation is what Christ has done for us. We don't earn God's grace. We already have God's grace. Our life, now and forever, is a gift. As a Lutheran friend once shared with me when a member of a non-denominational church asked them, and when were you saved? And she said, about 2,000 years ago. Faith expresses itself in hope. By faith, we greet the future. We keep going because we know that wherever our journey may take us as we live in this broken world, God is with us and God is leading us to a better country, our heavenly home. We keep going because we are looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. As Jesus says to the disciples, do not be afraid, little flock. It is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. We keep going because we see the vision of heaven and earth restored. The promise of our faithful God that one day, sin and suffering and death will be no more. One day, 
God will wipe every tear from our eyes. One day, we and the whole creation will be healed. In the words of St. Julian of Norwich, all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of thing shall be well. And faith expresses itself in love. By faith, we receive God's grace and we share God's grace with others. We do good, not in order to be saved, but because we are saved. We love because God first loved us. We express our faith in Christ by doing what Christ calls us to do. And in Luke 12, Christ calls us to be dressed for action, to be ready to serve, to be always open to the presence of God wherever and whenever God shows up, to invest in our relationships, in each other, and not in material possessions, to give generously and sacrificially of our time, our talents, our treasures, ourselves for the good of others. As Martin Luther puts it, we are saved by faith alone. But the faith that saves is never alone. Faith frees us to love and serve our neighbors. When we know in our innermost being that God is with us, We are saved. We are loved. Our life is secure in God's hands. We will ultimately be okay. We are freed from worries about ourselves and freed to care for others. We are freed from fear and freed for love and service. We are freed from the sin that weighs us down and freed to move forward in faith, in hope, in love. Where is God calling you to step forward in faith? To whom or to what is God calling you? And how might you express your faith in hope, in love, in relationship with God and each other? I'll give you a small example from my own life. Most every week, I step out from that pulpit and offer this sermon from memory, trusting that God will give me the words and that if I mess up, God can use that too. Charles Blondin, that famous 19th century tightrope walker, could have taken a person across that tightrope in a wheelbarrow. He did later successfully walk across that tightrope with his manager, Harry Colcold, on his back. And he survived all his daring do. Blondin passed away at the age of 72 in his home in London. We here today have someone infinitely more capable, 
more reliable, more steadfast, we can trust to carry us. Let us put our faith in the God who is faithful and not be afraid. Let us keep going in faith as we look forward in hope to the city designed and built by God, our heavenly home. And let us express our faith in love, sharing the good news and doing the good work of Christ. Let's get in the wheelbarrow. Thanks for listening. We're doing this every week, so make sure to subscribe. If you'd like more information about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.